Welcome to the Side Hustlepreneur Podcast, where business, faith, and inspiration connect to all things side hustle related. My name is Faye, aka the Side Hustlepreneur, and I created this platform for everyday individuals like you to learn how to monetize their God-given skills and talents. So gather around, turn up your volumes, and let's get started. What's going on, Side Hustle family? Happy Wednesday. So, my birthday has officially come and gone. I'm officially in the 30s club. Over the weekend, I had a mini brunch with um, some close friends and family. And now, this week, I'm preparing for my daughter's first birthday, which is tomorrow. Our birthdays are literally seven days apart. So, um, these past few weeks have been filled with me planning how to celebrate both of our birthdays separately because they're both major milestones. Now, of course, with COVID going on, it's not really much to do, but you know, I figured doing a mini celebration for the both of us would be best. But anywho, enough about my personal life. That's not what we're focused on today. Let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. So, A large majority of my clients are usually in the beginning stages of building a side hustle. And while the excitement of starting is always the fun part, one of the most common struggles for newbies and people who have been in the business for years is putting an accurate price on their products and services. There's this belief that because they're new, they have to give things away for free in order to eventually charge what they want. And that's simply not true. So here's the thing. When you first start your business, you don't need to give away not one thing for free if you don't want to. Let go of the misconception that in order for people to buy into your business, you have to do things for free for a while. It's just not true. No one starts a business with the intent to generate no income. So why start your business charging zero dollars? Does that make sense? Normalize the mentality that your business can make money from the very beginning. Normalize the mentality that you can change a price. You can charge a price that you believe you're worth and that feels good to you. So that's basically today's discussion. We're talking about how to monetize your business from the very beginning so that you can be thriving from the jump. Now, I know oftentimes when you hear the stories of successful people and how they got to where they are, some people may say something like, oh, I was just giving everything away for free. Or, you know, I worked with 100 people for free before I charged anything. And that's great. But I want you to understand that it's not necessary. When you're in the beginning stages, it's easy to lack the confidence in charging the correct prices, um, similar to more established businesses or even confidently quoting a price when someone asks you. But here's the first thing that I want to share with you. If your focus is trying to build clientele and get your feet wet in the game, offer your services at a special rate for a limited time, but not for free. People place more value on things they have to put up money for. Why? Because they're actually coming out of pocket for something. Folks love free things. When people say, oh, opt into, you know, opt into this and get my free template. You'll get plenty of people who opt in. But out of the people who opt in, maybe like a small handful will actually be willing to pay for things. So 
Think about it. You know, when you're registering for maybe like a free class or you get that free workbook, do you value that item as something you pay $200 for? Nine times out of 10, not necessarily. And a lot of people feel the same way. They don't necessarily value that same thing. So by you offering a special rate, not only are you able to still build the clientele that you're seeking, but you're also more likely to get people who are serious and actually value your product or service. Meaning if you're like a fitness instructor, instead of just giving away your meal plan for free, you put a special rate to it. You ask people for, you know, their feedback or whatever it is, they're more likely to actually follow the meal plan than to just, you know, have gotten it for free and it starts collecting dust. You follow what I'm saying? So the next question that, you know, I hear more than anything when it comes to pricing is, I don't know what to charge. How am I supposed to know what to charge? And this is probably the most stressful thing for new side hustlers Now, to be very honest, even for me, it took me a while before I started charging prices that made sense. I used to charge based on what I thought people would be okay with paying or, you know, I'd be considering people's personal issues if I knew them and what I thought they could afford versus what I should be paid. And of course, I was just doing it all wrong and doing a disservice to myself. So if you're in a space where you can't figure out what to charge, here's three things I want you to think about. Number one, if you're selling a product, Take inventory of all of your expenses that contribute to the product you're selling. Figure out how much the product costs you and include your own labor as an expense as well. Okay, the next thing I want you to do is do some research on the pricing of the local market, but don't cling to this as an end all be all. Referring back to point number one, you need to know your own personal expenses for your own business and charge what makes sense to you. Doing research on the cost of other businesses just gives you an idea about what's out there. You can't expect to be matching the price of a place like Walmart when they have mass production and they can afford to charge extremely cheap, you know? So just to give an example, for somebody like me or for other like people who would bake, who bake, you are not going to match that $5, you know, get 12 cupcakes for 5 to $7 because your ingredients cost more than that. So don't look at a business and say, oh, well, Walmart charges $12, so I need to just go ahead and charge $12. No. Like I said in point number one, research your prices, research your costs, you know, figure out what your expenses are. You can look at the, you know, the market um, of what other people in your area are charging just so you get an idea of, you know, what is going on out there. But again, use your own wisdom, use your own research of your own products and then base it off of that. So the third thing is for service providers, don't focus on charging based on the time you spent doing the work. Charge based on your expertise. So what I mean by this is if you're someone who has, let's say, 10 years of experience in the field, even though you may just be starting out and the work and the service that you're offering may only take you about 10 minutes, I better not see you charging for just 10 minutes of your time. 
you charge for the amount of time you've been working on that craft, the amount of time that you've been fine tuning your skills and such. You have taken classes, you have gotten certifications, you have put in the hard work and the hard labor for you to be able to even do the work in 10 minutes. So don't focus on, oh, well, it only takes me 10 minutes or it only takes me 30 minutes. Change the mindset of trading your time for dollars and just start charging for your experience and your expertise. It makes a world of a difference. So the final thing is, you know, when it comes to your prices, ask yourself if the prices you listed feel good to you. Is it a price that while you're doing the work, you can say that amount that you're being paid makes you happy? Or are you feeling like you should have charged more? If your feeling is on like more of the latter side, then I want you to immediately take a moment to look at your prices and identify which areas need improvement. It's easy to feel really intimidated, you know, when people call and to ask about your prices and such, especially when you're first starting out and all you want to do is book people, right? You're like thinking like, dang, what do I charge? You know, what if I quote a price that's too high or, you know, and they choose not to book me or what if I, you know, book something, you know, what if I quote a price that's even too low and they're too eager to, you know, they're too eager to go ahead and book me. You know, that's that's the worst of them all. But, you know, first things first, if I haven't said it already, charge your worth. People are going to pay you, you know, as long as they see the value in what it is that you are offering, people will pay you for what it is that you are worth. You know, so if you're finding yourself in a space where you need to give a price quote, the first thing that I want to suggest is Give your price and stay silent immediately after. That means if I'm like, if somebody says, hey, how much is, you know, your cake? Oh, it's $85. Silence. I don't want you to start going, you know, you give the price and then you start giving an explanation like, oh, it's $85, you know, because I have to, you know, buy this type of special frosting and I, no, none of that. Give your price and just stay silent end your sentence. What that shows is one, your confidence in your pricing. And then two, it prevents you from shooting yourself in the foot by over explaining. Allow the potential client to hear your price. Think about it and make a decision. I'm telling you, it works so much better than you just rambling and rambling and rambling about a price. And then it just makes you look like you're not confident in what it in you know in your pricing you know so learn to just start quoting your prices and you know just be silent and end your sentence right after that let them make a decision for themselves and you go from there now if you're willing to negotiate that's on you but don't start negotiating from the very beginning get a response first figure out what you know figure out if that's something that they're interested in and then go from there now i'm not saying to never do anything for free But what I'm saying is don't feel obligated to give away ample free things just to build your business. Even if you want to start off with free clientele, put a criteria to it. You know, select maybe a handful of people who you think you can work with and make it mandatory that you get a review in exchange. There's various ways to go about it, but I'm just personally advising against free for all. Because when you do free for all, like I said, you end up being the one who shoots yourself in the foot and you end up with a bunch of people who are not serious. You end up with people who are not dedicated, who are not committed to what it is, and they just end up taking your free thing because they can. So that's all that I have for this week. 
you know, um, as usual, let me know if this was helpful. Um, and also share your own personal experience with what you did to build your business. I would love to hear like what you what your what your tactics were and what your experiences were when you first started off in your business. All right, you guys, until next time, toodles. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Side Hustlepreneur podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to rate and review the podcast. And if you haven't subscribed, what are you waiting for? To keep up with me outside of the podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at the Side Hustle Podcast. Or you can join the Side Hustle family by subscribing to my weekly newsletter at thesidehustlepreneur.com. See you next time.